0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to this week's edition of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts Micah, hey, and Terrence. What's going on? Uh, a lot's going on. The Royal Rumble was last night, so we're gonna yeah. we're gonna be talking about that. It's, it's, it's right. a damn a damn good show. A damn Love good it. show. It was, even though even though you said you were uh, in and out as far as uh, paying more, attention, more more out than in. Yeah, like um, I,
1: I just haven't watched a lot of wrestling. Period.
0: Uh, we are also going to be bleeding in a little bit of look forward with your uh, with your Dose of Dense Pixels this week. We have some <laughs> political stories uh, that are gaming-related that we're going to be talking about later on down the road. Uh, but first, we'll talk about what new we've been playing. Mike has got some interesting ones. Um, I finally got around to playing Inside uh, recently, the new game from Playdead Studios, which was garnering all sorts of Game of the Year praise last year. Um, so it, it, the gameplay is, is virtually... Identical to Limbo, um, except that the the backgrounds and the inter- the way you interact with the game is a, a little bit more 3D, but it's still very much like a 2D platformer. Um, I like the story that they're telling. Uh, they they don't give you any they don't give you any um, direction or backstory or anything at all. Like it's it's completely up to you to kind of ascertain what you want from the story. So it's either I, I've I've determined so far it's either a satire, um, like a satirical look at modern society today, or it's like a dystopian kind of story that they're going for. And uh yeah, if you liked Limbo, I would recommend checking this out. Now, Micah, um you sir, i I I say this only half kiddingly, uh you might want to beware before you play this one Uh-oh. specifically. because uh, there might be some trigger stuff for you in this game.
2: Oh, dogs
0: are in it. Great. Yeah, and not not only dogs, but dogs who fucking run after you and and will and will kill you if they uh, catch up. Oh, to you. Oh,
2: so it's a documentary.
0: <laughs> so, just a, just a fair warning uh, to you before you decide to venture into that game. Not gonna get it. How about there that? There you go. That's fair. See, aren't you glad I said something? I am. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm digging the game so far. I'm only about an hour and a half in, um, so that I, I figure I have a couple more hours left to go. Um but yeah I'm digging the puzzles, uh, the way they're laying it out and the different um the different locales they have. And yeah, I'm just kind of kind of curious to peel back the layers of the of the onion on that story and, and see where it goes from here. So inside's pretty cool. Check it out if you like those games. Uh Micah, you have been playing Yakuza Zero
2: recently. Yeah. yeah. Um so I, I picked up the first uh, Yakuza game way back when. When um you know i realized that uh i wasn't going to get another Shenmue game mm-hmm. and um it's 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 a cool little action adventure open world style game with role-playing elements right and this one is no different um the thing with the yakuza series is it it tells a a good story and uh, but it's so so the way this game is set up you play is this guy named kiryu who is framed for murder and is out to clear his name meanwhile you know he's being framed by people within the yakuza so he gets himself expelled from the yakuza in order to try and clear the name of his you know foster father who is in the yakuza because he doesn't want to bring dishonor to his father and and it's it's all about trying to find out you know who actually killed this guy and clear your name and then there's another character named majima who was already exiled from the yakuza and is now like a cabaret manager but he hates it and he wants to get back in the yakuza and they said well the only way you can get back in with us is if you kill somebody and killing is a very big deal in this world right like you get like killing is is the ultimate evil like it brings dishonor to you it's it's literally a last resort they'd rather beat you to hell than than to kill you and so he said all right I'll go kill this mark but then you find out that your mark is this young defenseless blind girl and he's like, oh fuck I can't Like, I don't, I can't kill this blind girl. Like she didn't do anything. So he has to, and then these people are after this blind girl. So he decides that he wants to go and protect her and help her. And they're very interesting stories, right? You get these interesting stories, but then they're kind of interspersed between like just a buttload of silliness and these side quests are incredibly silly they're very japanese they range from uh having to uh get uh having to help a cop get his confidence back because he's like he's he's such a sad sack of a cop that all he does now is stop and frisk <laughs> and every time you pass him he's like hey stop him first time and then you develop a relationship with him and you realize that you know, he was like a, he was more than just this stop and frisk cop, but he got his partner killed and now he can't, you know, he can't uh, uh, be a real cop anymore. So you got to help him, right? There's this child. And I've I mean, when I say child, I mean child like 13, 14 year old mm-hmm. selling her panties to her used panties to, to, uh, gentlemen callers. And she doesn't want to, but she needs the money. So you have to bust up this ring of panty selling people. And, and you gotta, there's another side quest where you have to kind of deal with an old lady who's just being a bitch. Like they call her like an old battle axe and she's just a cunt of a woman. Uh, There's another one where you, you uh, have to teach a girl how to be a dominatrix. Like a proper dominatrix, like it's, it's so, it's, it's so off the wall and just silly, and that's part of the fun of the Yakuza series is that you get all this wacky shit mixed with this super interesting story. It's very very Japanese. I wouldn't recommend it to either one of you, <laughs> 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 even though I, even though the guy. Kiryu reminds me so much of Terrence like it's not even funny right because this guy is like he's tall he's tough he is good in a fight uh, he's got a bit of an attitude problem but I don't deep, have an
1: attitude problem
2: but deep down inside he's a good guy like and he will do what's right mm-hmm. I, I like how means, it's
1: deep down inside
0: like okay <laughs> because well, he's like a gangster
2: right like he's supposed to be a gangster but like the and he's and he's up for this gangster life but he's incredibly loyal to the people that he calls family and he is going to do whatever it takes to help them out you know like even he wants to, he he shames himself in order to help others you know what i mean and i yeah i can see that with you i can see you walking around night. in a i can see you walking around in a white suit with white pinstripes and <laughs> Wait, orange <what? laughs> butterfly collar uh, shirt.
1: I, I can see that. How do you have a white suit with white pinstripes?
2: <laughs> I don't know. There, there's the off-white there happen.
0: somewhere. Yeah. There's
1: like off-white lines going down there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's white on white. Or white on white. <laughs> like, I played the first one. I, I, I enjoyed it, but I don't know about this crazy shit you talk about 14-year-old selling panties. You did post that, that, that pic- picture. The, I could, uh... look
2: i'd look i posted it because no one would believe me <laughs> <laughs> and like it's not like this game is you know for kids like this game is is incredibly violent and and uh it's got all these mature themes and shit and um so yeah it's not for kids but it's got all this like crazy wacky shit man like it's 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 fun like if you have an open mind and you're into like if you're into, like, Japanese culture a little bit, you know what I mean? If if you um, if you watch, like, Japanese gangster movies, you'd probably be into this.
1: Huh. Which I don't think I have.
2: Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> but, don't, but don't like, I, like I said, I did play the first one. That was the only one I
0: played. The, the, the only Japanese gangster movie that I've ever seen is Showdown, A Little Tokyo. Which is one of my all time favorite B movies of all time. And I'm and I'm actually I would love to do it for No Time to Bleed.
1: Showdown in Little Tokyo.
0: Oh, it's amazing. I've never it, heard of it. Uh, Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee are buddy cops, except Dolph Lundgren's a white guy who grew up in Japan and and has a traditional Japanese. Whereas Brandon Lee is an Asian guy who grew up in California. But, <laughs> and they uh, team up one up to with one another to fight the yakuza.
2: When did this come out? Early nineties, yeah, like nineteen ninety <laughs> one, something
0: like that. <laughs> uh. It's an amazing film. I <laughs> highly recommend I, anyone I'm check sure it out. Is. So, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also, uh, you you were of the three of us, you were the only one that has been able to get into the Injustice Two beta so far. So you have the floor as far as your thoughts.
2: Um, first off, the game is incredibly pretty. Like if you put in injustice and then put in injustice 2 like it is literally night and day how good that game looks um injustice 1 is no slouch either i can i can't look at it no <laughs> i i, I, I was
1: playing it. it the other day it is
2: mm, yeah just, when it it
1: you go back it to it it doesn't really hold up all that great honestly interesting it um, still looks good but now what I've, yeah, what I've seen from Injustice Two, fuck no. Right. <laughs> like I've watched people stream it and things like that, and that's on a stream. I'm not even looking at it, at it on my actual television, playing it by myself. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It looks fucking amazing.
2: It 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 really does, man. And um, but if you want to, if you you're probably going to get a beta key eventually, and if you want to brush up, uh, go ahead and pop in Injustice and pick Batman and or Superman because. I was never really a Batman guy, but mm-hmm. from, like, the couple of three-hit combos that I remember, like, he's he's still Batman. Right. Um, yeah, like, it doesn't, like, he hasn't really, his moveset hasn't changed dramatically. Same thing with Superman. So, I was, when I did play Injustice, I, I, I liked Green Lantern. So, I said, all right, well, let me, first I try Supergirl. Um, no, I can't. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. And um, and then I tried Atrocitus because those are the four characters that you can be in this beta: Superman, Batman, Supergirl, and Atrocitus. And um, I, I kind of like Atrocitus, mm-hmm. um, but I think they're going. I, the beta is supposed to last a month, so I think they're going to release a couple more characters. But of the four, I think I'm digging Atrocitus. But I, you know, I can't really practice or anything because it's you know, it's online it's, only. It's, right it's an online only beta um the gear system looks kind of cool um different gear does different things like certain gear will up your defense, certain gear will up your attack certain gear will allow your moves to do different things like um like you can add like meter burn to a move mm mm-hmm. you know, which is just kind of enhances it um now you can you can play. Online with your gear and all your stats, and if you don't want to like if you want to just play like a you know one on one even right now, like both people have to agree to do that mm-hmm. uh-huh ain't nobody doing that shit? Well, no, it kind of defeats the purpose of the game now, I wonder
0: with ranked matches, are they going to let you use your gear as can well can in I this game imagine
2: i can't I can't imagine they would I can't <laughs> imagine they would because. Like that, like (laughs) people with, with a lot of gear, like they, they take a lot of fucking damage, man. Like they do. And yeah, I just can't, I just can't, uh, I can't say. And then from what I understand, you get gear when you win. Like right now, they're Mm -hmm. just giving you gear because they want you to experiment. But I think when the game comes out, you're only going to get gear when you win. (laughs) Right, so I'm going to be just So my, Michael will have no like gear then. Right, I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> naked Um, But it feels a lot like It feels just like Injustice It feels If you played a lot of Injustice And you played a lot of Injustice, Terrence I You're going to pick this up And you're going to get right into it
1: I went, I went back to Injustice When they made it backwards compatible To check my record
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
1: The unranked record was like ten thousand wins and maybe like two thousand losses.
0: Are you are um, you exaggerating on the match count? No. At all? No? Wow. I'm not.
1: Uh yeah, that's that's how much injustice I played. Damn. And Damn. my ranked was I was ranked like 112. Even after I went back to check my rank, my my uh my actual <clears throat> ranked matches. Mm-hmm. I was like ranked 112 Six months ago, because <laughs> that's how many games I played. I was like, "God damn!" All right, well, so I played a a lot of fucking Injustice, and yeah. was pretty pretty good at it.
2: So you you're gonna hop right into this, uh, w- although you were like a you were like a Shazam and a Batgirl player, right? Like, did you fuck? I with, uh...
1: fucking hated Batgirl. Oh, that's... <laughs> I can't stand that bitch because <laughs> she's fucking broken. Like she's cheap as shit. Uh, but yeah, I use Shazam. I I was using Shazam when he was terrible, and then they balanced the game out, and they, he became pretty good. He's still mid card, I would say. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was I was using him. Uh, I used Batman, um, Aquaman. I used a bunch of characters. Um, and another main character I actually used was uh, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn, Joker. I used like seven or eight characters exclusively.
2: So yeah, you're gonna when you get a beta code, you're gonna you're gonna fucking hop right into this, and it'll be like it'll be like putting on an old pair of shoes, you know what I mean? Like that's how similar the gameplay is to Injustice. Um,
1: now they don't. You said there's no practice mode, so you just kind of gotta
2: you gotta because what I'm gonna through.
1: do is I'm just gonna jump online and then pause it just to find out what the moves are and just get my ass kicked mm-hmm. a yeah. bunch of times just to kind of cause fuck it, I don't care. Yeah, whatever. if it take a loss right? I, whatever. I really can't but, wait for this game to come out.
2: Yeah. I, I think you'll I think you'll really dig it. Um I'm not good at it, but it's fun. And that's all I really need. I just
0: I just love that there's one at least one really good game a month coming out for like the next five four months or five months to get us in the summer. That's yeah. that's pretty cool. So
1: Yeah. Oh um, I did play something. I'm sorry. Oh, well I, then I, what? I played uh they had <clears throat> what the hell is that goddamn game called? Watch Dogs Two.
0: So you Free played. You played the play. demo.
1: No, it's not. The, it's the full game. Oh, but, but they cut you off in like
0: three time. hours. Oh, okay, yeah, something like I got that. you. I played
1: uh, that game. Is what Assassin's Creed should be, like in modern time. Like if they ever bring Assassin's Creed into modern time, that's what it should be. Like the character himself, I didn't hate, is a black guy, but he's just a fuck fl- a fucking black dude. He's not a stereotype. He's just a black guy. And I appreciated that. Like, the dialogue was really good, as corny as it may have been. Uh, The the lines were given really well. The gameplay is fun. Uh, I didn't get, like I said, I only played about an hour and a half to two hours of it. But I can definitely tell I would actually play through the entire game. Because the shit that you can do with your phone is is nonsense.
2: It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs)
1: Like, you (laughs) you get that jumper, the little remote control car, and it, it, like, really? Really? Like I didn't get the uh, the drone yet, but uh, I don't think I'm gonna be able to because I think the the trial period is over. Mm-hmm. But it's a fun game. Like I was really surprised at how much I was enjoying it. The driving is solid. The shooting is, is fine. Like it's got kind of an auto aim to it. Uh, like I said, the character himself is pretty cool, and he's black, so that's that's a plus for me. And he's not like fucking Barrett.
2: Right he's black, and he's on una- he's not but he's not like new black like he's still like he's not like sage steel black, you know what I mean, like he embraces his blackness, and yeah. later on, like you talk with the other black character who works at Google and their version of Google, and you guys are rapping about how like how awkward it is to be the one black face uh-huh. at this giant fucking company.
1: And the funny thing, like, one of the pieces of dialogue was he, when he first meets the other black guy that you, that's with the crew. See, what is that? A Horatio. Death set? Yeah, a set. He's like, oh, it's, it's it's cool to have another brother in here. I'm like, that's kind of cool, man.
2: Right. Like, they didn't shy away from that <laughs>
1: shit at all. <laughs> right. That's kind of cool. I really appreciated that f- uh, them for that. But uh, I'd, I'd probably wait for it to, to drop in price before I actually buy the entire game.
0: But it's fun. Uh, I have I happen to know that you can stop by your local haberdashery and pick it up for 30 bucks right now. Is that right? It there is.
1: You, uh, you can actually pick it up on on there. I think it was like 30 something bucks. Oh, there you go. But I don't feel like it.
0: Fair enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> well that's that, that's cuz that's cuz obviously you're saving your saving your shekels, saving your pennies for a uh, a premium subscription to the TNP Studios. That's that's got to be the reason why you're holding off. I'll yeah, take up I Watch was, Talks too.
1: That would be fucking ridiculous if I had to pay a fucking. <laughs> <charge. Man. laughs> to listen to the shit that I'm on, I'd be offended. <laughs> well, offended.
0: well, well, anyway. while, while we don't have to pay for that, <laughs> listeners, you you do if you want to check out all of our premium content. And you should because we've got over 200 hours of premium content, including uh, a new re- uh, episode of The Men with the Golden Tongues. Last week we did Octopussy. That's out to, for you guys to listen to. Uh, this listen week.
3: To that.
2: That movie sounds retarded.
0: It is. It is quite. Very much so. It is quite. Uh, You know what what movie is not, uh, Donkey Brain? That is The Rock, (laughs) which was the new episode of No Time to Bleed that released today. One of my favorite action movies of all time.
1: Yeah, I listened to that as well. Yeah. I don't think Um, I've seen that entire movie before.
0: Well, that's a shame because it's really fucking good with noted thespian Nicolas Cage heading up the uh, (laughs) Uh, the cast. Academy award
2: winner. (laughs) Yeah, Academy (laughs) Award winner. (laughs) <laughs> Nicholas Cage.
0: Get it right. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, and, and by the way, we we offered a free copy of Resident Evil Seven to some any the first person who signed up for a year of premium, which is only fifty bucks, by the way. Uh, and then whoever and, and also contacted Jay to let them know that they signed up. Well, nobody did last week. I couldn't believe it. So we're extending that offer for another week. So again, if you sign up for a one year membership at the Nerdpocalypse dot com slash premium and then tweet at those nerds, uh, that is at Sybil, T-H-O-S-E-N-E-R-D-S, all in word, and let Jay know, hey, I'm a dense pixels listener, and I just signed up for a year premium, Uh, then we will give you a PS4 code for Resident Evil 7, which just released and is getting lots of praise. So I would definitely jump on that, uh, because you're basically getting Resident Evil 7 for 10 bucks off, and you're getting a premium subscription. So again, nerdpocalypse.com slash premium. Check it out, 200-plus hours of content and more every single month. So new releases, it's actually a halfway decent week for, you know, being kind of like an in-between, no-major-release kind of week. So uh, Abzu, which is a game that came out several months ago, uh, is getting a retail release. My wife's been playing that. She's enjoyed it a little just bit here and there. you
1: just swimming, right? There's really yeah. no story or anything like that. you yeah. just like a, just a
0: diver. And explore, pretty- Dead stuff. She's She's been digging it. Uh, Carrie is particularly excited about Digimon World Next Order. A new G- Digimon game that's coming out this week. She loves it, man. She loves it. All oh, right,
2: is not uh, Digimon just like fake Pokemon? Ish, yeah, kind of, sort of. And aren't they all just like fake Tamagotchi? Yeah, ish, kind of, sort of, kind of. Aren't sorta. they all just like virtual like pets fighting? Like, just other virtual pet. pets, yeah.
1: You just get a real pet. Yeah, it's virtual dog fighting. Yep. Which yeah. Seem to hate, but they yeah. love it and. Virtual form, That's cute. yeah.
2: How about you dogfight for real? <laughs>
0: uh, if you don't have the, uh, if you don't have the internet, and we're interested in the new Hitman series, well, guess what? You could buy a disc that has the complete first season. Of Hitman, which has also been a critically well received game. And uh, for you Naruto fans out there, you can get Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4 Road to Baruto. Look, when I fucking heard that he had a son (laughs) and his name was Baruto.
1: Fuck off. Shut up.
0: Yo. That's some real shit. It is lazy, but it's real, sadly. Um, so those are your retail releases. Digital, it is a new month uh, coming up, so Microsoft has updated Games with Gold for February. Uh, Baruto. Baruto. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yep, they they literally changed one consonant. That's it. It's the same thing. Uh, first half of the month on Xbox 360, you get uh, Monkey Island 2 Special Edition. Second half of the month for free, you get Star Wars Force Unleashed, which is a game that I do not like. But a lot of people out there do. So bully for you if you're a fan of that game. Uh, February Doesn't 1st, the twenty.
2: Captain Cold? I'm sorry? Doesn't that star Captain Cold?
0: Does it? I call. have no idea.
2: No, that's not him. That's, uh... that's another generic white guy with a shaved head? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what, it's another, another one.
1: I think this guy was in Smallville.
0: Uh, I have no idea who did the voice for Starkiller. All I know is I fucking hated that game. Actual, like, oh, he did the mocap, mo-cap as well? Yeah, his face is in I can't oh. know what the name is. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. To me, Force Unleashed was one of the most overrated games of the last console generation. I thought I,
1: I liked it. I liked it because the act, the actual combat was was entertaining.
0: Yeah. Just yeah. I never it, got just into it. Fighting system, and I'm fine. Um, Killer Instinct season two is still free until February 15th on Xbox One. Um, February 1st to 28th, you get Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time for free, and then February 16th through March 15th, you get Project Cars, which I've also heard is quite good for a sim yeah, racing I've, game.
1: Both of I've heard both of those games are very good.
0: Love and uh sorry, on players. the uh on the digital side of things, uh releases Adventure Pop Dex, which is a VR game, Divide, Double Dragon 4, uh is coming out on PS4, Dynasty Warriors God Seekers, it's good that's, that 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 series is finally going direct to digital. Uh Kill the Bad Guy is a game that's coming out, <laughs> Knee Deep and
2: Limelight... <laughs> Let's just get right to it. Kill the bad guy.
0: Kill the bad guy. So- sounds like the name of a Suda fifty one game, basically.
2: Yeah. I mean, is that what titles have come down to? Just telling us what to do? I guess. <laughs> Play the game.
0: Are you uh Mike, are you at all or actually Michael or Terrence, are you at all interested in uh Double Dragon Four coming out? I know we like our brawlers.
1: Uh <clears throat> when I heard it, like, when I heard it was coming out, I'm like, oh that's awesome. And then I saw it, and I'm like, no.
0: <laughs> I, mean, like I mean I mean they're going with the old school setup. So.
1: Yeah, I am like no fuck you. Oh, it like update look that like shit. the old dumb. No, like li- like the first one. Not even the third one.
2: Is I, uh I, is it going to have the same ridiculous premise like like we're going to see this woman just yeah. get assaulted, <laughs> get punched carried like just, Just gut punched, man. <laughs> like <laughs> she gets gut punched and then taken off. And then those dudes are like, oh, crap. Like, I guess we gotta go. And then they go through all this bullshit. And then this hoe bag is like, (laughs) hey, to the victor, get the spoils. uh, Duke it out. And then you gotta fight your brother for some strange... You gotta fight your brother for some chick who doesn't have the wherewithal to not just get punched in the gut? (laughs) Fuck you, lady. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I always found that fucking bizarre. When, <laughs> <so laughs> like, you get weird. through the entire game, like, hey, you gotta fight each other. I'm like, but we just went through hell to pick to get you back. And wasn't she the? Wasn't she Billy's fucking girlfriend?
2: Right, she's Billy's girlfriend. What kind of shit is that, yeah? When Jay uh when
0: Jay mentioned that the the episode No Time to Bleed was about two dudes hanging out with a Japanese string of pearls, I was mortified that he that some some that it probably Jack had convinced him to do the, the double dragon movie from the early nineties. I I was I was happy to see that was not the case. Thank thank Christ. That fucking film. Holy shit. So uh no question of the week this week, not uh, by design. We're talking Royal Rumble later in the show. We typically skip question of the week when we, uh, we're we talking wrestling. Uh, so we will pass it right to Terrence with this week's headlines.
1: Uh, first up in some pretty sad news, the uh, founder of Pac-Man dies at 91 years old.
0: Oh, he so lived a grand old life then.
1: Right. And yeah. Pac-Man, everybody loves Pac-Man. And Messiah Nak- Nakamura. <laughs> That's funny. His name is Nakamura. Anyway, uh, the founder of Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, the company has it delivered Pac-Man and mobile hits to spark arcade video games. Global, boom, in the 1980s has died. He was 91, and he's called the father of Pac-Man by the company.
2: Is this the guy that um, was uh, not not the guy, but there was an actor playing this guy in Pixels? Was that the guy? What? was it? I don't think I so. I didn't
1: see pixels.
2: So Neither of I, I either so. <laughs> I didn't see it but uh No, I thought it's, that it's... was I thought
1: that was uh the dude for, from fucking
2: No, but is that guy Nintendo. supposed to be playing Is that him? Messiah Nakamura.
1: Let me find out. I, I don't know.
2: I'm going to do something that no one has done ever. What look up I'm Pixels on, on IMDb. Type in pixels and IMDb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I forgot that movie existed.
0: Uh, so did the rest of the world.
1: Mm. Pac-Man Instead was designed made by,
0: no wait, money. Wait
1: a minute. Okay, Pac-Man was designed by Toru Iwatani. Uh, yeah, that dude's only sixty-two. Nakamura had held an emeritus position within Bandai Namco when the two companies merged in two thousand five. Oh, what? What? So, how is he the father of Pac-Man? What, did he well, because he he, he was
0: the head of he was the head of Namco and uh, well, and and got it to the uh, got it to the market.
1: So this guy takes all the credit while some fucking poor programmer made it. Whatever.
0: Yeah,
2: but he said the it programmer me. was represented in that movie.
1: Oh, Toru his, Iwatani?
2: Yeah, his other film credits include Johnny Mnemonic what? and <laughs> Resident Evil Afterlife. Oh, <sighs> fucking! And the and the pacifier. Vin Diesel. Yes. Next story. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> uh, this is odd. Xbox One is dropping the snap feature. Um, and that is odd. It, and there isn't, they haven't said what they're going to uh, substitute it with. Now, the thing about the snap feature is I don't really use it mm-hmm. outside of when I actually start streaming. Like I snap <clears throat> Twitch and then I start to stream it and then I unsnap it. Or sometimes I'll have the like uh TV playing and if there's something on television that I want to watch and not necessarily listen to mm-hmm. while I'm playing the game. But I really don't use it that much. But how are you going to stream? Are you going to snap the stream and then unsnap? Like what I don't, I'm trying to figure out what they're going to do as far as that goes, and and listening to music as well. But you can do that from the sidebar, I'm assuming, once they come out with the new uh with the new update, system. right? Yeah, maybe the same for for streaming too, but. Yeah. The, the
0: the thing, thing that had. the thing that is frustrating to me about this story is that they specifically downgraded the native resolution on the console specifically for the, because of this feature for this feature and now they're get rid of it which seems kind of odd. But they're but they're not they're not, you know, taking it up to native 1080p which is also strange. Well, or at least well, that, they haven't most announced
1: it. Games lately have been in 1080p.
0: Right, they're upscaled. To 1080p, yeah, because because uh, Xbox it does 960 by default because that's the resolution that it's in when you when you're using Snap. So like if you're playing a game and and you're using the Snap feature, that that the reduced screen is in 960p. So they just made that the native resolution, and then they you know jack it up from there. Oh, when you're when you're using full screen. Which, which isn't a huge deal at the end of the day, but you know how people are. Yeah, plus, the Scorpio's coming
1: out, fucking right. probably at the end of the year anyway. So they don't fucking care.
0: Yeah, but I was gonna ask you, like, like do you think people are gonna care about this? I, I haven't heard a lot of um, a lot of negative feedback from this reaction from this news.
1: Honestly, I don't think I, I don't give a fuck. I just want to know what they're going to replace it with. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. Because, I, like I said, I barely use it anyway.
0: I mean, they could totally rip off what Sony does with the share button and. That would probably work really well, because because I, I love how I love how you start Twitch on on PS4. It's really easy. So,
1: well, they're supposed to be putting something called Beam mm-hmm. into the new operating system, and I don't know what the fuck that is. Like to to stream, so you can like it's, Beam is a streaming service. Okay, and it's supposed to be uh, like as far as streaming, it's almost like one to one, because in Twitch there's like a super delay. Like, you'll get a delay of, like, 15, 20 seconds sometimes in in Twitch. Um, But with Beam, apparently, the the delay is supposed to be maybe three or four seconds, if that. But I don't know exactly what the fuck, how that's going to work, because everyone watches Twitch.
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So, I don't know. Maybe they're going to try to make Beam a thing, which it probably is not unfortunately
0: no it's kind of it's that would be a difficult Twitch. marketplace to right. break into so
1: i guess you could get people that are on xbox live to watch your beam stream whatever yeah
2: all they have to do is search through it through bing
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh bingo <laughs> no pun intended
0: yeah um, I,
1: I don't see this working out for them
0: yeah it's and yeah it it I mean, Even as well. even playstation like Tried really hard to get on UStream yeah, no, when no it first came out, and they're like, and eventually they're just like, "fuck it," like we're not we're not going to support UStream anymore because no one's fucking using it. So
1: yeah, that's, so. that's weird. Like, I just want to know what they're going to be replacing it with, or just maybe the sidebar is going to do everything. At this point,
0: all right. Well, stay so tuned for that, I guess. So
1: uh, next up, Prey is coming on May fifth uh, with a new trailer that I did not watch.
0: Uh it's it it looks very space age Bioshocky. That's that's yeah, for certain.
1: It looks like BioShock. It yep. just does.
0: It does. I mean it, it looks like BioShock in space. Like it read it's not I mean that's take that however you want. But that's that's what it, it looks like.
1: An Asian protagonist.
0: It does. That's uh that's new. How
1: many Asian protagonists do you have that aren't in, like China? Was it going
2: was it going to throw calculators at you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: And he's not throwing like kicks and shit. <laughs> like he's actually he's
2: really using his guns.
1: Using guns. It look it looks good. Like I'm looking at the trailer now. And I I remember the gameplay trailer that they had a couple months ago. Um These creatures look like the like the uh creatures from what's that game where you played like Tommy Vice City, what the fuck his name is? Vice City, <laughs>
2: not Vice City. <laughs> what? It was the
1: Indian dude in that.
2: Uh, oh yeah, you know what that game was called? Oh, Prey. Oh, Wait, are, you no, sure you're not about the, are you sure the you're not talking one. about? the darkness?
1: The darkness. Yeah, that's what I'm
2: talking. Okay. about. Okay,
0: yeah, I'm gonna say that. Oh,
1: but okay. uh, yeah, there wasn't the, the the main protagonist in Prey, which this is, I think. The successor to
0: it is maybe? it's 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 a sequel but not a sequel like yeah, it's it's, like it's a, a spiritual a, sequel basically.
1: Spiritual, uh, so they have a uh, they people Sorry. not people of color necessarily but uh minorities in their games. Mm-hmm. Good on them.
2: This yeah, fun like minorities that aren't represented that are never represented. <laughs>
1: <laughs> or when they are represented, they're fucking huge stereotypes. Right. Like he wasn't a stereotype in a in the first prey. He was just a fucking well. Yeah, he lived I mean, on, he, he on a reservation, but
2: I mean, that's you know, it's this, not uh, like true. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like he had a, a casino and fucking an alcohol problem. You know, what I mean? this this looks uh, like not a game I that he, I will be think playing. He
1: was drinking in the beginning of the game. Oh, <laughs> 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 he was in a bar. At, I know that he was in a bar, and the alien stole his his, his girlfriend. So, yeah, that's the thing. And now that I think about it, it's kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So, pray, everybody. That's coming out May 5th. Looks cool. If you like first-person shooters and Bioshock, it might be worth picking up. Uh, next up, I don't even understand what this is. I didn't even look at the story. But <laughs> a German TV ad gets real when with where people are going to be playing <laughs> the Nintendo. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> and I just checked the fucking... The uh, the picture for the video. Uh. Yeah, and instantly, I get it.
0: I mean, look, they they, they keeping it real. What can you that's say? That's
1: fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, so this video, the very first place that this person is playing their Switch is on the toilet. <laughs> because that's what you do with a handheld, right? You play your 3DS <laughs> on the toilet, don't you, Micah?
2: I do not play my 3DS on the toilet. Oh, you don't? You don't? No, I don't. Oh, I don't. come on. Uh. I play phone games on the top.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, like, like, so like, when I, like when I go upstairs to, to pop a squat, like the tablet's the first thing that I grab.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is, I saw a meme where it was just, it was one of those like stick figures. And this is what happens when you forget to bring your phone into the bathroom. And he's like reading the back of a fucking spray bottle.
2: because he forgot his fucking phone (laughs) you get real bored you're like shit
1: i need something to fucking read and you just grab whatever the fuck that has words on
2: it
0: i i look at it as just it's a more productive use of your time like if you're gonna be there anyway (laughs) right you might as well learn some stuff yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah
1: that's the first thing that they have dude sitting on a goddamn toilet
2: you ever forget your phone when you go to the bathroom at work?
0: Oh yeah, no, I, I've, I've 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 gone I've gone to I have sat down on the toilet at work, realized that I don't have my phone, pulled my pants back up, go it, because <laughs> if I'm gonna be back there for ten minutes, I I gotta have it, like I can't just fucking sit there, right?
1: Like what am I gonna do, do for that? Well, you had magazines, and shit, you did. Like, you you did. have to have something to read. I don't fucking care what the hell you are, who you are. You don't go into the bathroom with some type of form of entertainment. If you're gonna be taking a shit, but yeah, you be taking a shit and playing Nintendo Switch. That's that's that's, well, that's a up.
2: that's a positive message. <laughs> that's hey, a
1: positive marketing the fact message. That that's the first thing that pops up is fucking funny as hell, man.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure Nintendo of Japan was thrilled to see this commercial in Germany. That's. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure that's. I'm sure that's the marketing message they want to send. So that's hilarious. Yeah.
1: you Bring your switch into the bathroom with you. Next up, <clears throat> Newest Mass Effect trailer introduces you to many of the game's characters. I just finished watching this. It's just giving you a character overview.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know how I, I, how I like well. the I like the bad guy. Um I don't know how I feel yet about your crewmates.
2: I mean, it's all because they're new.
0: Right, it's it, it, part know, of it's because yeah. they're new. Well, the 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 problem that I'm having, like like the black guy, looks just like Wasabi from Big Hero Six. <laughs> oh God, damn! It. I'm, <laughs> worried. I'm worried he's gonna have like the same personality, is he, which is would he be he bad.
1: Jamaican? I don't. I didn't see Big Hero. I know who you're talking about, but I haven't yeah. seen that movie. He looks. God damn! Oh, it. Why does he have to have dreads?
2: To show that he's black. Okay. How damn. else would you know that he's black? <laughs> <laughs> well. Gotta have a fucking bird's nest up there.
1: I wonder, is he like the tech geek?
0: God, I hope not. It doesn't seem like it. I th- what? Did, what did they say? He, he said was like an
1: idealist. I don't, I don't know what that
0: means. He, I think he's like the um, he his his he's the crisis response guy. I'm assuming he's like the kind of like the diplomat ambassador type of thing. Like trying, you know, tries to medi- you know mediate situations that kind of you know bad situations that sort of. That sort of thing.
1: So he's like the Obama of fucking Mass Effect. Yeah, sure.
0: I mean, I'll
2: be fine with that.
1: Yeah, that'd be fine. Um, yeah, I don't. This, they look generic.
2: Yeah, it's like Mike. Mike is probably right. because they're new,
1: fucking like generic to me.
2: Well, know. these are just the uh, the human crew members, right? It is. Yeah,
0: you don't have your Krogan bro or Turian or PD or whatever or whatever her name is.
2: Uh, is that a
0: is that a Turian lady
2: that's in your crew?
0: Uh, that's that's what I've heard. Yes.
2: Oh snap!
0: And um, I I don't know. Like 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 the the girl, like the dude, and and the um and Cora, the 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 operations manager, the female crew member. Just they're just giving me the Caden Ashley vibe.
2: Yeah, that's all right now. Are. So nobody gives a damn about Caden, and people only gave a damn about Ashley because they wanted to bed her, and then that because they're racists <laughs> and they didn't want to have sex with an alien. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, but so. the villain looks cool. the The trailer they showed, um, not this trailer in the in the article, but the trailer they showed uh, alongside of it, the storyline trailer. Um, the villain is uh, is what I want a Mass Effect villain to be.
2: Basically, yeah, the villain is what I want my Mass Effect hero to sound like. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
1: What does the uh, guy sound like in this game?
2: Hey, Brad, say something. Hey, what's up? There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah no
0: Unfor- uh, un- unfortunately we're gonna have another another uh white guy itis situation here with <sighs> the uh mass effect main character
2: i mean he sounds better than uh shepherd did male
0: Shepard, male Shepard. yeah, male Shepard. yeah. yeah oh, know,
2: good, good god trash
1: Ugh. i couldn't stand his voice
0: less than two months to go man very excited
1: so once you create your character, like, cause I'm going to create a nigga, <laughs> is the father gonna be black?
0: Uh, I don't, I, they have not said how they're doing that yet. I don't. I don't know if you create both characters or. If you just create one character and, and the other kinda character kind of looks the same, and if the father is going to be affected by this in any way, shape, or form, they have not mentioned any of it yet.
1: Because I want him to be like as black as possible, and I want to see what they do with the father. Is he going to be this this shade? Because they made him like kind of dark, mm-hmm. like his look. He's got like olive skin almost, so they could kind of like, yeah, this is your father, regardless <laughs> of what shade you give your 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 uh, character.
0: I mean, you could just be you could out. be his adopted. Children, yeah, that's they—they could cop out that way. See, that's
1: fucked up because then I'll, my fucking uh, a biological father left me, and he's black. Fuck that! No, I want a black father.
2: I think you will get a black father because they've done this before with uh with Dragon Age. Um, Which one? Dragon Age Two, and um b- 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 they didn't do it with the first Dragon Age because I created a bald black dude who looked like common, and all of a sudden. <laughs> My parents, uh, my parents, and my siblings uh, looked like they came out of Downton Abbey. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
2: that didn't work. But in Dragon Age Two, you got to create—you uh, got to create a character. You created one character, and then the game generated what your, your siblings, siblings looked
1: like, and they were your same skin tone, and they
2: were just—they were just your same skin tone. So. Instead of looking like black people, they just look like Indian people, like a bunch of brown people <laughs> with straight black hair. Like, all right. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, we'll, we'll like, see.
1: Fucking long hair, too. It's going to be weird. I don't, I feel like I'm going to be fucking disappointed.
0: Aren't you? I, I thought you were going to use a female. Yeah, it's going to be a
1: black woman.
0: Oh, OK. <laughs> well, I thought you said black dude when you were when you were talking originally.
1: No, I'll say nigga, but every, when, every time I, some, someone says nigga, they automatically go to dude, but uh-huh. they call black women niggas too. <laughs> Racist do. But if they're going to be black, and I feel like my father's going to be this guy, and I'm not going to be fucking happy. He's got slick back white hair. I, I mean,
0: at least at least that if uh, if your father is black, at least the voice will, will be fine, will match.
2: Yeah, man. Oh,
1: God damn Who's it. He's doing the voice?
0: Clancy Brown, man. Motherfucking the, 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 Lex Luthor. The dude the dude oh, whose voice okay. convinced everybody that Lex Luthor, Lex Luthor in the Superman cartoon was a black guy.
1: Yep. Well, that'll work. God damn it. I really hope Fight. my father ends up being black when I fucking create my I'd <laughs> be so fucking <laughs> upset. That might make me not want to play. Like that little trivial detail might fuck up the entire game for me. <laughs> I'm serious, man.
0: I mean, that's I, I don't I don't think it's a trivial detail anymore. It's 2017. I think that's a I think that's a fair detail to want to be addressed, and especially in a game like this.
2: Yeah, man, in a game where you can literally have sex with aliens <laughs> because they're so open about inclusiveness. Right. I can't get a black dad. I can't get Joe from the Flash. I want him to look like Joe from the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact i want him to look like joe from the flash if i have uh of scott Ryder, how about that yeah that's fine
1: fuck it yeah it's fine <laughs> an adopted the black guy adopted your son that's fine i don't want to bite i don't want a, a white adopted father
0: I, don't know. I just feel some kind of god 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 help us if they let us create what all three of the rider pe- rider family look like in this game or god god help micah because he's been sitting in front of that he's tv for 15 for hours 24 hours trying
3: to figure
0: out how <laughs> fucking this is family trying to nail it down for <laughs> like like he'll come on the show the week after the game because i like yeah micah I had you like mass effect 3 well i just got done creating the characters so i just started <laughs> started when we stopped recording
2: you have no idea how how accurate that is. <laughs> like you people listening have no idea how accurate they are right now. I must have started. I, I remember getting EA access for a month just to play Dragon Age early, and I didn't do anything. I I made characters. I made <laughs> characters and I started the game, and I didn't like how the character looked in the game because it's very different, man. Like, they yeah. fuck with you, man. Like I, you, I
1: created my character in, in Dragon Age, and, like, when I finished creating her and I went into the game, I'm like, that's not what the fuck I did at all.
2: Exactly. <laughs> I even did the shit with Destiny. I can't tell you how many times I've you created different characters in Destiny.
0: Character. And you can't see it. <laughs>
2: When they added that option to put the helmet on, I was like, yeah, pff, "Why did why couldn't you just have that from the get go?" Oh, they, <laughs>
1: they added that. That wasn't something that was in the beginning.
2: No, they oh. added that. Damn. I uh,
0: it's 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 a, like like Mike is literally gonna spend his entire ten hour trial with Mass Effect during EA Access early access week just just making people
2: just making <sighs> people
0: man. What a what a sad state of affairs. <laughs>
1: I really hope they don't fuck that up. I really do.
0: I really hope that our listeners, uh, when making purchases on Amazon.com, go to DensePixels.com slash Amazon whenever they do this because they help contribute to the Dense Pixels podcast. The best part is that you pay the same low price that you would normally on Amazon. So again, DensePixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything off Amazon.com. We thank all of you who uh, have used and continue to use our Amazon link, which is way better than the Amazon link on the other TNP Studio shows. Yeah, How about it that? <laughs> it's the easiest it to spell. I can
2: tell you that. Show sure is nerd, nerd Apocalypse. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> God damn it! The Entertainment Software Association is in the process of formulating a plan, formulating a plan to deal with the possibility of Trump rolling out trade tariffs. They explain what a tariff is. If you don't know what a tariff is, go to school. <laughs> <laughs> Those possible tariffs could have an impact on the cost of game consoles and other hardware, much of which is manufactured overseas. All of which is manufactured overseas. Come on. All right, All right. Who are we lying? Who are we kidding? I really hope you uh, enjoy that Xbox One Scorpio or whatever the fuck it's called because after uh after Trump is through uh, uh not letting people in the country and arresting people because they're gay, uh your game consoles are going to cost fifteen hundred dollars. Isn't that how much they cost in fucking like Welcome to Australia?
1: Brazil? Like those yeah. g- consoles cost an incredible amount of money. Right. Games in in um, Canada are like eighty five bucks.
0: Well is <laughs> the Canadian that's because the Canadian dollar is fucking Terrible compared to the to the American dollar. Uh, this would be unfortunate. Um, obviously, video games would not be the only industry affected by uh everything by import would tariffs. Yeah, by import
1: ta- everything. Yep. Right.
0: So th- this this would just be one of many things that you'd have to deal with. Um, the alternative, of course, uh, would be to start manufacturing video game systems and games in the United States of America. Yeah. And you may think, oh, what a great idea! Yeah. That's why these tariffs really are being nice. levied. Right, until so you realize that no, that would also increase prices because we actually pay workers in this country as opposed to uh, to China and other com- other countries in Asia that don't have a minimum wage. Right.
1: Yeah. Enjoy your fucking president, assholes.
0: Well, to be fair, I don't. I don't know how many folks listen to this show. Yeah, they probably didn't, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that at least. But this, this is, this, yeah, this, this Cam. story. <laughs> this, <laughs> this story, uh, this story and the next story are good reminders how, how politics don't just exist inside of this vacuum. It can affect all different parts of your life, whether you realize it or not.
2: Yeah. The uh, Trump administration.
1: I, I, <laughs> you know what? Two words have not been put together in my vocabulary since this happened the word president.
0: And the word and Trump. The word Trump. Uh, you're you're not the only one, buddy. I have I have, I have said them it. separately. Yeah. But not together.
1: Fuck that. I know it's, it doesn't do anything, but it gives me a little peace of mind that I don't fuck him.
2: I, I, whatever. Continue. So Donnie's administration uh has an executive order on immigration, Uh and it it's kind it of a, it's kind of a big deal this weekend. You might have heard about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it has drawn, uh, a response from game, de- from the game developers conference, whose annual gathering of video game professionals from around the world is in little less than a month. The official game developers conference, uh, Twitter account tweeted, GDC is a global community. We are horrified by the hashtag Muslim band. Uh, of course, we'll refund uh, affected attendees and keep fighting for inclusivity. I I just I really wonder what it feels like to have the entire world hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like that is something that that that's, is That's a thing, man. That's, well, it's a, it's
0: a, one it's one thing it's one thing to understand what it feels like to have the entire world hate you. But that's not necessarily the case. In this point. Because I don't think that the person in question. Actually believes.
2: That the entire world. Hates him. Uh, I mean part of me is like. You're right. But then like, like. Like I wonder. Like I dream about what it's like. To have so much money. To just like. Not have a real friend. To tell you. To sit you down. And just be like look. You're fucking up,
0: right? But yeah, so
2: a lot of a lot
0: of GDC folks uh, are not ca- either cannot or are not um, coming to the U.S. for the Game Developers Conference next month because they don't know if
1: they're going to be able to fucking
0: right because they don't know if they could leave get in or leave. Um, a lot of like like Google, for example, literally pulled out everyone that they had who lived in the U.S. that was that was working abroad and when this when this order came out cuz they're like we don't know like we have to we have to get these guys back because we don't know if we'll be able to once we uh you know once things take into effect um it's not good not good this and i know i and and the argument that you hear from folks that oh it's temporary it's temporary yeah, i get that but it's it's not like like there's gonna, the, the biggest worry that i have with um where we're at right now is we're going to have a serious we 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 risk having a serious brain drain in this country over the next 4 years because you have a lot of folks that don't want to come to the US or are leaving the US who are smart people who you know want to work like you know what the famous one is always Steve Jobs right like Steve Jobs was the son of a Syrian refugee Without, if 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 Donald Trump had existed fifty years ago, what what would the world look like without Steve Jobs having been you know born and working in the United States?
2: So you I never mean, think know. about
0: that shit, man. Right, right. So you never know, like like it's it, again. This stuff does not just exist in this in this political vacuum where you know it doesn't have wide reaching effects like ab- this absolutely has wide reaching effects that that you can't even begin to see over you know over the course of history
1: like everything he's done has wide reaching effects and a lot of people that that support him just don't seem to fucking understand that and i don't un- well they say that we live in a bubble as like liberals they say liberals live in a bubble and That we don't see that we we don't see things in the bigger picture. But that's it's the opposite. Right. Like the Republicans, all they worry, all they worry about, all the people that support him, all they worry about is their jobs. And terror attacks that haven't happened. From any of these countries. In
2: ever. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, mean, right. I mean to be I to did. be completely fair like I said I don't I don't want to wander too far into the weeds on this show um about the political implications a lot of conservatives that I know are even like like kind of mortified by yeah, even the they're like oh of, this is
1: kind of fucked up but still right. they still voted for
0: him. they did so fuck them they did and, and and a lot of folks uh wish they could have a do over
1: yeah yeah fuck you
2: yeah fuck you <laughs> Brian <laughs> fuck
0: yo
1: I can't. I can't. I, I have no respect for anyone that voted for Trump. I'm sorry if you voted for Trump. Just f- fuck you. That's that's my stance, and that will continue to be my stance until he's fucking impeached, and I, even after he's impeached,
0: I well, can't stand go. that motherfucker.
2: Um,
1: about to make my games fucking seventy five dollars. Fuck you, dude.
0: <laughs> right. <sighs> so well, I, I did. I did say when this story first came out, I was like, well, if you if you want to uh, if you want to mobilize. Millennials, here you go. You're right, <laughs> yeah. you jack fuck up with the their price video games,
1: games, right? That they were playing instead of fucking voting, assholes.
3: <laughs> <sighs>
2: anyway, oh, he's like an incompetent Doctor Doom. <laughs> um. <laughs> ah. Speaking of Doctor Doom, see what I did there. Uh, Marvel and Square Enix have announced that they've signed a multi-game deal, a game that'll probably cost four hundred and seventy-eight dollars uh, <laughs> to bring Marvel properties to to games. With a trailer for an upcoming Avengers game already released, this um, uh, a lot a lot of folks were excited about this.
1: The fuck out! I was like, I don't give a fuck.
0: Right? I I I know two things based on this announcement. Number one. Um, we're about to see a lot of cup noodles in Marvel, Marvel's universe very soon. And, uh, and number two, I don't know why anyone's getting excited because the first time we see any of these games will probably be in 2022 knowing the publisher. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But like the first one is supposed to be coming out next year. First of all, that's a whole year out and I just, nothing, I can't get excited for something that's that far out. Right. It's like no less than like 15 months out. Second of all, it's just a CG trailer, and we don't know what the fuck it is. We don't know what kind of, what kind of game it's going to be. We don't know anything about the game. That All we know is it's being crafted by Crystal Dynamics.
0: And which Prince is a good thing. Really good. And, and Idos Montreal, who, which by the way, they have apparently um, put the Deus Ex series on hiatus so that they can work on these Marvel games.
1: I don't... I have no feeling about this. At all, right? Like, it's it just developing. it's
0: just hard to it's just hard to uh, just just based on the publisher and and the developers like uh like no. it's I mean cool I guess but like like why don't we wait to know more before <laughs> before we worry about this
2: right I, I understand being a fan of something but um like there's literally nothing here to get something to get I think it's well sense. and, going
0: it's, to and be it's console
1: not- games like are they going to be games on the Xbox One PS four or Xbox Scorpion.
0: Well, no one knows. I mean and, and like, the one thing is shit. like it's one thing it's also one thing if you if it's a publisher I like I don't even know. Like Square for some reason like when I hear like oh my God Square Enix is making Marvel like I'm like Alright well Square's been really hit or miss the past uh the the past, the past several years and they and they also have a you know have a notoriety for their games taking forever to come out so I don't know if I'd be jumping off the walls quite yet based
2: on this news. I mean, this trailer might as well have been a teaser trailer for a movie. Right. So, yeah, we'll really we'll, we'll see.
0: Like, like, I can understand getting excited about a Spider-Man game from Insomniac because you know the type of games that Insomniac makes and you can, and you can relate it to, okay, how, what would their take on Spider-Man look like? And, and that's something to get excited about. Like with Square, it's just kind of hard to, to get a read with anything right now as far as what this would be. I mean, good on you. I'm, 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 I'm happy that Marvel games are going to apparently get the same treatment as like the Batman series from WB. But, Maybe. you know who, know, who knows what that'll
2: look like, so. The uh, the Marvel Games division, like, they, they hired a guy who is supposed to be, like, their Kevin Feige, right? Like, they, this guy wants to make Marvel Games uh, be contenders, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, none none of this cash cow, like, hey, let's just slap our name on something and, and make a quick buck. Like, he seems passionate enough that he wants to, he wants to... Make good games, so you know we'll see. We'll see with Spider Man, and and uh, which we don't know when that's coming out. But um, you know, I guess uh, in in twenty forty two when this game comes out, (laughs) we'll uh, we'll find out. Well, and that's the the thing too. Like like that's Fallout. If you were
0: grabbing Crystal Dynamics and you're grabbing Ido's Montreal, you know, two studios who are known for. Pretty good games uh, in the past couple of years. You better, you better come out with something really good that people like, because it would be a shame to not get another Deus Ex or, well, I, I suppose there would be another Tomb Raider, because I think Crystal Dynamics handed off the reins to another to another studio for Tomb Raider. But it'd be a shame for those games to be stalled um, for you know for a game that's subpar. But again, we don't know anything at this point, so yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Um, cool. Well that is uh that is it for our video game stories this week. So we'll wrap up the video game portion of the podcast and then stick around if you're interested to hear our thoughts on the Royal Rumble. Uh make sure that you go to densepixels.com slash fans, which is our Facebook fan group that we have on there. Um it's been a lot of fun since we started that up, and so definitely get in there in the conversation. Um Demetrius is hurting all the Xbox Destiny players <laughs> into this clan basically right now, which is really fun. Um, so, but yeah, it's, it's, it's cool in there, so check that out. Um, if you haven't left us a five-star review on iTunes, please do so. We'll read it live on the air. It's been a while since we've had one. It would be cool if you, one of you guys could drop us a line on iTunes next week so that we have something to read. As far as that goes, um, DensePixels.com is of course our website that you can check out. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. If you search at DensePixels, you'll find us there. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, do so on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, or any podcatcher that you use. And if you use Twitch TV, we're all on Twitch TV. I'm dense pixels, Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. Carrie is SUP as Carrie. We would all appreciate if you'd follow us on there and uh, check out our sporadic streams that we have on Twitch. So uh, if you just tuned in for video games, you can hop off the train now. Uh We are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be talking about Royal Rumble 2017. is uh, arguably our favorite pay-per-view, if not one of our favorite pay-per-views of the year, just because the Royal Rumble match itself is uh, it's so much damn fun.
2: Yeah, this this is uh, this is my favorite pay-per-view um, for a, a number of different reasons. Um, you know, entrances, everyone likes entrances, everyone likes to be surprised. Uh, I legitimately did not know who was going to, you know, I, I had no clue who was going to win the Royal Rumble this year. Well,
0: Matt, that, that so. was my favorite part is that I like last year I nailed it on the nose. Like I knew Triple H was going to win, even though he wasn't even announced for the match. The story they were telling was pretty obvious. Right. Um, but this year I had no idea. I no had idea. no
2: fucking clue. Um, generally, the Royal Rumble, um, you know, there's because the Rumble is at least an hour. Like the other matches on the card are generally like, uh, you know, title matches, mm-hmm. you know, matches that tend to mean something, not just like a bunch of bullshit-ass filler, although they kind of have some of the filler matches in the pre-show now, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, let's just face it, it's part of the Royal Rumble. Um, it's just, it just makes the Royal Rumble like five and a half hours long
3: <laughs>
1: instead of three and a half hours. Yeah, the pre-show starts at what, six? Six?
2: it started 5 cuz the cuz the pay-per-view <laughs> started
0: at 6 quite. or started no, at 7 no, no, started wait. at 7
1: wait so the pre-show was 2 hours pre-show yeah. was
0: 2 hours cuz they had three <laughs> they had three matches including a title change um uh Anderson and Gallows won the tag titles from Sheamus and Cesaro during the pre-show wow and and I Terrence I know you haven't been watching SmackDown but they are positioning your girl to get a get a title shot
1: if yeah, somebody somebody Added me, what well, they didn't add me, but they put me into a into a chat on um Facebook, and they told me that Bayomi won. Yes, I said Bayomi Fuck you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, did she win the title? And like, no, she got the number one contendership. I'm like, oh, so she's
0: not. Well, she's she's pinned she's pinned Alexa Bliss twice. I don't know who that is. She's the she's the <laughs> SmackDown Women's Champion currently. Oh, okay. Cool. So, uh, so look forward to her. Look forward to her. Probably either. I'm not gonna have a lot of input, guys. I, didn't, I don't wrestling. watch wrestling. Barely. That's okay. It's okay. Um, but we're not gonna talk about the pre-show. We're gonna talk about the, the event itself. Uh, we come to you live from the Alamodome in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, apparently,
2: the uh, home of the runway from Fast Six. <laughs> Is that
0: really right where Fast they filmed Six? it?
2: No, no, but that fucking... Uh, oh, if you ever seen the, me, like
0: the the WrestleMania three? Uh, yeah, ramp, basically. Because <laughs> at the if for no one
1: for anyone that doesn't know what he's talking about, at the end of Fast and Furious six, there was a plane sequence, and the plane was on the runway for about seven hours, and it didn't run out of runway.
0: <laughs> it was literally just
1: fucking just going down as a runway forever.
0: Well, apparently they didn't show it on TV, but they pulled the WrestleMania three trick where they actually drove some of the wrestlers down to the ring on like a golf cart.
2: Man, basically, was, when Stu posted that shit, I thought it was like an onion article, no, and then I no. click on it. I'm like, "Oh shit, they got all the fat dudes on these carts." <laughs> well, and our buddy,
0: our buddy Johnny, um, pho- he found a picture of Big E being driven down in the ring on a cart and he and Big E's <laughs> one hand was in the air, and he photoshopped uh, a Red Shell <laughs> on top of Mario Kart cover.
1: I was like, "I don't know what the hell this means." He sent it to me. I'm like, "I don't get it." And then he's like, "Oh, they were carting." I thought he was joking.
0: No. They really were carting serious. They
1: really were carting wrestlers on.
0: Really?
1: Cuz I was were- it-
2: I was watching and I was like, "Why are these weird? Cut, like, they why like are they Mark cutting Henry, away? Right? <laughs> yeah, Mark Henry literally just came out. Why are you just <laughs> awkwardly cutting to? Like, did he fall? Did he get in a fight with a fan? Right, oh, it was very, oh, it was very it's strange. Mark Henry can't run a four forty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, and before we get into the breakdown of the event, I, I will say this is probably the most issues I've ever seen um, with a stream. On the WWE Network yeah. since they've put it out so far.
1: Well, maybe because I was barely watching, but I didn't see any issues at all.
0: Yeah, it it, stu- it was stuttering a lot um, got for me off. and Micah as well. Yeah,
2: I got kicked off a couple times. Damn, so. I know I didn't get
1: kicked off at all. Like, it was pretty solid, but yeah, I didn't, like I said, I wasn't really paying too much attention. So,
0: well, let's let's kick it off with the uh, the Raw Women's Championship on the line. Uh, Bailey going one on one with the champion Charlotte Flair. Um, of course, the storyline going into this match is that Bailey uh, kind of had Charlotte's number a number of times heading into this. Uh, but Charlotte, of course, trying—they basically—they're—they're they're giving Bailey the Daniel Bryan uh, a buildup, which is probably going to culminate in a match at WrestleMania. Um, Bailey started off strong, some high risk offense on the outside, a couple, couple high risk maneuvers there, um, and then Charlotte. Charlotte was pretty much in control for most of the matches. You kind of expect with the uh, Bailey playing a very good face in peril in general. Mm. Um, I think it's time to seriously talk about where Charlotte ranks in wrestling ability. Not just among the women, but just in general on the roster.
2: Hmm. Because she's pretty good. I like Charlotte uh, as a wrestler. And the story, yeah, you're right. They're kind of giving, kind of doing two things, right? Like, Charlotte has never lost in a pay-per-view title match right mm-hmm. so that is going to culminate at wrestlemania where i predict she will lose and like you said they're they're building uh bailey up as uh danielle Bryan. <laughs> and um <laughs> i can see i can totally see that being like they're building that up to be the wrestlemania moment right right like where you get all the little girls to fucking wave their wacky waving Arm flailing arms, right? Will um, arms
1: for Nintendo Switch be out by then? <laughs>
3: Good
2: um, Yeah, I, I like Charlotte as a wrestler. I think, uh, I think that um, yeah, she's one of the better ones, man. I, just, I, I mean, just j- again,
0: just among wrestlers in general, I would struggle to name five better in-ring performers better than her
2: yeah like she could like she could they if they wanted to they can do one of those gimmicks where uh they have her wrestling men because i think she could pull it off right like she could she she can technically you know dominate certain dudes you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and not just like you know chinless or whatever the fuck his name is Like, (laughs) like real dudes well James, well, James Ellsworth
0: is is murdered again. We'll we'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah, I did see that. I think yeah. like, something. He he broke something. Like, he fucking fell so hard.
0: Oh, it was it was, it was the Lacey. Like we'll we'll get to that in the rumble match because that was actually one of the one of the funnier moments of the match. Um, Bailey hit a very nice uh, Macho Man style elbow drop, which popped the crowd. She even she even did the little little finger twirl in the air before before executing it. Um, Charlotte though would withstand this. She would do a moonsault. Um, Bailey would eventually get to the outside. Charlotte would hit a natural selection onto the ring apron and quickly rolled her into the ring. One two three. Charlotte is still the Raw Women's Champion, still undefeated on pay per view. I'm surprised they had Bailey win or Bailey lose clean in this match. Um, it makes me think they might be setting up a fatal four way with uh, those two, Sasha and Nia Jax at WrestleMania. I kind of hope they don't though. I think I think the one on one um Bailey match would probably be the better better story.
2: Yeah. Um for me the Sasha experiment is over. Um well I think I think they're I think they're gonna angle
0: build her up into to a heel, which she which she should be.
2: Yeah, she she always should have been. Or she should have been for a while now because you know I don't know man. Watching like I was a I was a Sasha fan but Watching the like month or two months or three months or however long it was where it was just her and Charlotte. One, mm-hmm. Charlotte's an incredible wrestler. Two, Charlotte is like eight feet taller than Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> and it it just it just got sad at one po- at one point, man. Like it's just like Charlotte's just beating the crap out of this girl. And it's like it was it was hard to watch for me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. And then, uh, lo and behold, they get an even bigger woman to beat the crap out of Sasha. Out of Sasha, Sasha. yeah. (laughs) Like, uh, I I don't know, man.
0: Fair enough. Well, the next next match on the card, uh, some folks were surprised he's so early, but, you know, on a match, on a pay-per-view with only five matches, you got to put it somewhere. Uh, Kevin Owens defending his Universal Championship against Roman Reigns. Um, once again, this time with Chris Jericho suspended in the ring, above the ring, rather in a shark cage, which is a stipulation that I fucking hate. Um, it's, it's, it reeks of early nineties WCW. Yeah. And I, and I don't like it. And given WWE's track record.
1: In an NXT match.
0: Yeah, they just did it in NXT. Like they did it like two months ago Um. in NXT.
2: Nope. I ain't doing it. Last yeah, time, it's Last time somebody was held up above the ring, mm-hmm. like, bad shit happened. That was yeah, not that was the, last the last time. time. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> that that look, that's the time I remember. God damn it. I mean, should Judy
0: Bagwell on a pole happen more frequently than, than that incident did?
2: Yeah, but you on a pole. <laughs> like, theoretically, I could slide my ass down that pole.
0: Well, don't worry, because because... Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens are so smart. Before they could lock Jericho in the cage, they double-team Roman Reigns uh, before the match even starts, which is, which is some smart healing. But, of course, Reigns would get the better of them. He, he puts Jericho into the shark cage himself. Uh, the door is locked, and, and finally Jericho is hoisted above the ring. Um, I wasn't particularly excited for this match, so I wasn't sure what they were going to do, but I think they handled it perfectly because they also added a no-DQ Stipulation, and this was just a physical fucking match, and and it was a very yeah. good match because of that. I
1: did I did watch most of this match. They beat the shit out each other.
2: They did. This match was like way better than I thought that it
1: would ho- be. Whole chair thing.
0: Oh the the elaborate tower of chairs that yo <laughs> Kevin
1: I'm like, built. they can't put one in. like are they really about to put one another through that motherfucker because that right
0: and the, and they didn't. Through. And they didn't like like they were teasing Kevin Owens was going to was going to powerbomb, um, like like what I'm talking about like like Owens like had four, like had four chairs you know creating a base and then he put two chairs on top of that and then he put another chair on top chains. of that yeah,
1: and I'm like and, that's it's gonna fucking hurt
0: right there's I was no like way. and I was like there, I was like there's no way they're gonna allow either of these two guys to go through this like that was just the big old, big old cop uh, cocktease no and, um, ex-
1: and, and and Owens went through it.
0: Right, right. Well, like, it, you know what? What's what what's Mike say? The, Chekhov, the Chekhov's the gun.
2: Yeah, that's it, man. Can like, I you can't show that
0: without having something.
2: To do it? <laughs> like you got to pay it off. That shit was crazy.
0: Uh, it was. Um, Owens would also in this match frog splash uh, Roman Reigns through a table on the outside of the ring. That looked fucking vicious. Um, we knew we knew that Chris Jericho um would still somehow be able to get involved. First of all, he was wearing the u s title in the Shark Age, so I assumed that he was just going to drop it down, and Owens would use that instead, he actually dropped down some brass knuckles uh for Kevin Owens, who, of course, once he put them on, went for the Superman punch, and he not only went for the Superman Punch, he did the whole thing where he did the kneel down in the corner. Um, before, the
2: Iron Man three point stance. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yes, he did. Um, Roman Reigns blocked the first one, but Kevin, but KO eventually nailed him uh, with with the Superman punch with the nux, but only gets a two count out of this. Um, not my favorite Royal Rumble related brass knuckles incident, though, in history.
2: It um, it uh, doesn't make it didn't make any sense. But what is your favorite? Uh... My my favorite
0: was um in Rumble ninety eight Rock and Ken Shamrock were wrestling for the Intercontinental title. This was during the storyline where Ken Shamrock like just could never get the better of the Rock. Like even though like he always got screwed out of the out of the title somehow. So in this match Rock decks Shamrock with with some nux, and then he tosses the nux into Shamrock's trunks to hide the evidence basically, and Shamrock kicks out at two. Um eventually suplexes the rock, uh pins him one, two, three. He's the new intercontinental champion, but the rock says, Oh no, he cheated. Check his shorts, he's got brass knuckles. The referee, of course, finds them in Ken Shamrock's storage. Shamrock had no idea they were there. I'm not sure how you don't feel fucking brass knuckles against your crotch.
2: Well, when you once got there, brass you- balls
0: burning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the referee, uh the referee reversed the decision once he found the brass knuckles, which I thought was a very clever Clever way to get around that. <laughs> so silly. Like, it's so fun. Um, we would get Roman Reigns Samoan dropping Kevin Owens th- through a steel chair. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, Ke- Kevin Owens with the Stone Cold Stunner out Damn of nowhere.
1: <laughs> That's <pretty> clean too.
0: <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, Steve Austin would tweet at him to put some stink on it. <laughs> um, to which Kevin Owens said, uh, "Well, you know, don't don't be afraid to come find me. I'm the guy with the Universal Championship, <laughs> FYI." Uh Owens would eventually, as Micah said, go, or as Terrence said rather, go through the Tower of Chairs after getting Superman Punch off the top rope. Reigns would follow this up by powerbombing Kevin Owens yeah. through the announce table. Yeah, that so, was
1: pretty fucking vicious. Man. Right, God
0: damn. <laughs> <laughs> so, so surely uh Roman Reigns is about to become the Universal Champion, except for Bra- for Braun Strowman coming down to the ring and obliterating. Roman Reigns, uh, he would choke slam Roman Reigns not through but just onto one of the announce tables that I guess just didn't give, uh, and then power slam him through a table set up in the corner of the ring. Uh, Kevin Owens would, would, would roll over and, uh, and pin Roman Reigns one, two, three. He escapes with the, uh, universal title. And we've probably set up a house fight between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, which should be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that that will be the speed bump to the uh to the match they are actually setting up uh, yeah. for Roman Reigns. So we will uh, we will look at that later on. Um, Rich Swan, the cruiserweight champion, uh, would come out and defend the cruiserweight title against the self-proclaimed king of the cruiserweights, the the recently heel turned Neville. Uh, which I'm I'm feeling the heel turn for Neville. I like him a lot more as a heel. I oh, do too.
2: Um, it's very nice to see him like, like out of those Lord of the Ring movies, <laughs> because he looks like a like he looks like a classic like fantasy dwarf, right? Like he's really short. He's got a bulbous head. He's got a sh- a, a beard that's going all over the place, and he he's he's built like an action figure, but he's like <coughs> five feet nothing.
0: I don't know. Uh, I don't know who was on Monday Night Flaw that made the joke, um, but they mentioned that doesn't Rich Swan realize that he could get out of the match by Neville just by giving him a sock and setting him free? <laughs> and if you don't get that joke, congratulations for actually having sex in your sex <laughs> life.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, I have no idea what the hell that means.
0: It's a, it's a Harry Potter reference. Oh. Um. Now, Rich Swan, on the other hand, is a guy that I feel compelled to to support because he's from our hometown of well, from mine and Mike's hometown of Baltimore.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: but
1: like his music.
0: I don't like his music and Animal. I don't really care I don't really care for the fact that he doesn't have a character. Yeah. yeah like he just he's just, he's just old a old old happy dude. dude. Baltimore. That's right. <laughs> a lot.
1: That shit, his his character upsets me. I don't I don't really like him.
2: It's 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 the shuggin and jiving black guy, right? And it's like an
1: unkempt beard. Yeah, no, he like, really needs like, a haircut,
2: on, man. You need a haircut, bro. Like, you look <laughs> like you from Baltimore. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, like, if you're going to be from Baltimore, be from Baltimore. Like, let that be your gimmick.
1: Right. Like, fucking just go all out and be a fucking character from The Wire.
2: Yeah, man. Just go out Fuck and it. embrace that shit, man. Like, Go to, to the ring as Stringer Bell. Is that what you said? <laughs>
1: No, because
2: Stranger no go, go to to ring as Snoop's cousin. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's what you need to come no. come to the ring as man. Come to the ring and 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 have I I would love for Michael Cole to be like Rich Swan just hit Neville with the A O. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my god!
1: Proposition so, Joe's brother, some shit. Like.
0: <laughs> This was, a, goal, uh, this was a <laughs> this was a this this was a solid if not uh, if not spectacular match. Um, there was Rich a lot of big Swan moments hit him with though.
2: A half and half, <laughs> <laughs> and he followed it up with the chicken box. <laughs> just, just go all out, man!
0: Oh my god! Oh my goodness! Oh, shit. Um, yeah, like I said, not not a lot of not a lot of notable moments in the match. Um, Rich Swan would nail a very nice super kick as Neville is coming off the top rope. He um,
1: kicked the shit out
0: there. He did. <laughs> i was like, oh lord. Why Why does every cruiserweight use a super kick now? Like, like are they legally obligated to use it? I don't know. Is that like? I feel like I feel like for like for 20 years in wrestling, only Shawn Michaels. Used a super kick, and now everybody uses a super kick. I feel like,
1: and it's not even a finisher; it just be fucking kicking right. It's just a out. move,
0: just a move.
1: So, it, but they don't tune up the band, so it's not as powerful.
0: No, no, they don't. Um Doesn't have the power to
2: extend your leg. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta shatter does, your knee before you do a super kick.
0: Does doesn't have the power of a thousand Jesuses behind it to to <laughs> to fell <laughs> fell your foes. Um Swan would hit another uh, super kick which he calls the Swan Song. Or not actually this his isn't a super kick so much. It is like a side to the head fucking back kick, basically. Which looks very brutal. Um Neville would get the ropes on this though, he could, he would not be pinned. Eventually Neville would get Swan in this double arm bar face lock that he's using uh, and Swan would tap out to make Neville the official king of the cruiserweights. Uh, the, the match was a little anticlimactic. I think the crowd um, was just kind of calmed down from the Kevin Owens-Roman Reigns match. And they knew that the John Cena-AJ Styles match was right around the corner. So I think they took a bit of a breather on this one. Because the crowd was never really into it. Yeah.
1: Is the crowd ever into the cruiserweights? Like I said, I, I mean, don't they, really watch it. but They like, could be like, compelled like to, to be. The crowd's... Outside of maybe live two oh five whatever fuck that shit is called, which I've never seen either. Mm-hmm. Like are the raw crowds into the cruiserweight matches ever?
0: Nah, not, not really. really. Yeah. I mean they like certain guys, but you know, the division as a whole um is not I don't think it's having quite the impact that they were they were hoping it would. So but that's it. Neville is your new uh, your new Cruiserweight champion. So maybe he'll bring a little bit of panache to the uh, I hope so. I'm I'm actually title.
2: really fine. I'm I'm really okay with that. Like <laughs> Neville is um he deserves it and um and uh yeah, let's see if uh this will get me to watch 205 live on a more regular basis. Plus plus the problem is, right? Like wrestling comes on 3 days a week. Right. Back to back. And it's it? just so it's just a little too much sometimes. But
1: Monday and Tuesday, what's the
2: Wednesday? Is NXT, oh, Tuesday damn. is SmackDown and 205 Live, Jesus Monday Christ. is a three hour Raw. Oh, and then you know, every two to three weeks, there's a pay per view on Sunday, so that's that's four days a week. It's a lot,
0: it is, man. It's definitely a lot. Um, the next match would be John Cena wrestling a guy from Atlanta for the WWE World <laughs> Heavyweight Championship. Of course, that would be the WWE World Heavyweight Championship AJ Styles. Um Styles would come out first, champion entering first, Boo earns to yeah, that. I don't like that man. Yep. Don't like it at all. And uh John Cena came out talking to the camera like it's Monday Nitro, baby. He is he is just like 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 he spent a good minute and a half on the on the fucking stage talking to the cameraman
2: cuz he was trying to figure out how the hell what's the quickest way to get to that goddamn line. right <laughs> goddamn I got to fucking psych myself up to take 15 whole seconds to run down this goddamn ring look John, John Cena for some
0: reason and I I can't understand at this point why this still exists but it's for some reason John Cena still gets a fair amount of criticism, but every match that he's in, you can't argue, has a big fight feeling. Um, every time. And yeah. and this this was no exception. Um, I didn't think I needed this feud to reignite. This, of course, was the feud that happened uh over the summer, where AJ Styles definitely got the best of John Cena. But I mean it's as good as match as any to to have AJ in uh, right now. The the storyline, of course, John Cena was going for his record tying uh 16th world heavyweight championship which would tie him with rick flair now the beginning half of the match was if you've seen their other matches it was more of the same like it was solid you knew what you're getting into um but about halfway through when aj kicked out of the first aa um that was delivered by john cena it fucking they 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 put the pedal to the floor yeah, this shit and went off the goddamn
1: rails and it became <laughs> like a fucking all-time all time classic.
0: Out. Right, it, it was insane. Like I I thought it would be tough to top their SummerSlam match because that was a damn good fucking wrestling match, and uh, this 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 was the one of the most batshit crazy matches <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. So like I said, AJ Styles kicked out of uh, of an AA that everybody in the arena knew was too early um, to put him down. Likewise, Cena would then kick out of a phenomenal forearm as well. Then we get a really great sequence that lasted about five minutes where the two were basically reversing submission holds back and forth so we aj styles put on the calf crusher john cena reversed it into the stf aj styles would reverse that into his own stf and then john cena would reverse it into a figure four leg lock trying to win his 16th title yeah pretty solid with rick flair's own move that's that's that's, like that's great story
1: it wasn't a bullshit figure four right he had that shit cinched in i was like
0: ah, okay that's, that's just great storytelling though yeah. Yeah. that's just great storytelling Um, Styles would reverse the figure four into an arm breaker somehow, and then Cena would pick him up and slam him. Uh, Both guys deserved a well earned rest, and and the crowd definitely gave them plaudits for for that sequence. That was a really really fucking fun sequence, and that's the kind of shit that I defy anyone to tell me that John Cena can't fucking wrestle when you see shit like that. Yeah, because that's awesome. Um, John Cena would go top rope and attempt to hit a Hurricane Rana, but AJ Styles would block it his styles clash Cena would kick out John Cena would then whip out for the first time that I can remember a Canadian destroyer yo on yes, AJ it styles
1: was so fucking clean you
0: know? yeah man
1: <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait
0: a minute what like this like i wild. like i literally like like i popped myself in my living room when i saw that like yeah, i couldn't man. i couldn't like, believe I
2: couldn't, it i was like what the Fuck just happened. Like, I was like, did he just turn into a transformer? Like, I didn't know he could fucking do
0: it. Oh, Canadian Destroyer, for those of you who aren't wrestling nerds, is a sunset flip power bomb, which is just out of control. I
1: think he has done that. Are you sure he's never done that before?
0: Uh, it, it popped the shit out of me. I feel I feel like if he'd done that before, I wouldn't have been as surprised I as I was. I might be wrong. Listeners, feel free to tell us if I if I am wrong about this. I think he has. Well, regardless, he only got a two count. AJ Styles would follow this up with I don't know what the actual name of the move is, but Ty Dillinger uses a finisher too. Um, It's the it's the tiebreaker. It's that uh,
2: the tiebreaker is it's some Japanese name. The tiebreaker is that shit looks like it fucking hurts, man. Right?
0: Yeah it is. It is basically a a um like a Death Valley driver, but instead you land the guy's lower neck onto your knee. Um, it's so so it's a neck breaker of sorts but that only gets a two count. Um John Cena would follow this up by taking AJ Styles to the top rope for the Super AA or or the or, or, the, or the the AA plus as Mauro Ronello called it, which uh oh, which is <laughs> which is as good a name as any. Um I thought the match was over with the Super AA, but AJ Styles kicked out.
1: Yeah, I was like what
0: what? At 2. Which shocked me and 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 at that point I was sure that AJ Styles was was winning the match. Um, Cena went for another AA. This would get countered by AJ Styles. He would hit a Styles Clash. He knew that that would not be enough to take John Cena out, so he gets on the outside of the ring to set up for a phenomenal forearm. Cena catches him, hits him with the AA, picks him up, rolls backwards, and (laughs) picks him up on his shoulder for another AA. One, two, three. John Cena for the 16th time. Is the heavyweight champion of the world? What a fucking match!
2: It was great. That man. was unbelievable.
1: I haven't seen a bad John Cena match in like two years.
0: That's the truth. I have, and and to the crowd's credit, and I I give the crowd a lot of credit for this. They actually gave him a huge ovation. Like even even guys that would normally boo him understood the significance, um, respected the match. You know, uh, you know, got the fact that it was the sixteenth one, and and he got a huge ovation from the crowd. I don't know, I don't know if he turned the crowd back into John Cena fans, but they at least respected uh, what they had just seen, and I appreciated that.
2: Yeah, you you kind of have to. Um, he's pulling out moves you've never seen him do before. He's demonstrating why he's super Cena, right? Like, it amazes me how strong this dude is, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you're picking up. AJ Styles from the ground, like you're deadlifting them. You're deadlifting him, picking them up over your head and then throwing them down again. Like get get out of here. Get out
1: of here. <laughs> yeah, he's a really like you can't take anything away from John Cena. And he's fucking huge. He shouldn't be able to do that.
0: No, he should he surely shouldn't he be able to do a fucking be. sunset flip power bomb. That's <laughs> for damn certain.
1: <laughs> Yo, I couldn't yeah. It it was weird. Like, it was so fast, first of all. It wasn't, it, like, it was one of the cleanest moves I've ever seen him do. Right. And he doesn't do that shit
2: often. Like, it's crazy. Like, it makes me believe that he could probably do a spinning power driver if people did power drives. <laughs> <laughs> like, imagine <laughs> Zangief. Zangief doing that shit. <laughs>
0: so that, that was a phenomenal fucking match. Um... Just, just awesome, and I'm looking forward to seeing the direction they go. Because now they, they, have really, uh, they have, they have caused a lot of uh, question marks as far as what's going to happen for WrestleMania. So we finally get to the Royal Rumble, but before we get to the Royal Rumble, because Big Cass is the number one entrant, we of course have to get a seven minute promo from him and Enzo Fucking Amore.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm too through with these two,
0: man. I am also too through with these guys. Uh, I,
2: the, the, look, Cass can't talk, man cast can't talk like don't give do not give him the microphone (laughs) because he cannot talk
0: right like he he
2: should be he should be
0: the only thing he should say is is SAWFT because that's the only thing he's good at saying
2: like even in the even in the 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 pre-produced commercial where where Enzo wanted to fuck a fried chicken box (laughs) Like he, uh, he he couldn't even he couldn't even do that. Uh, uh, Hey, 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 Enzo, um, uh, can I? You gonna introduce me? (laughs) uh, Shut up!
0: (laughs) Oh God,
1: he's he's terrible, Mike. But people still, I don't understand
0: that. uh, Because because they for the same reason they still love The Rock. Because, uh, for, like, for the same the, reason
2: they elected a dummy to be the president. Well, because he sounds like me. <sighs>
0: it's true, too. Uh, number, the number two entrant was, for the third time in his career, uh, Chris Jericho. Entering number two in the Royal Rumble. Uh, which meant that he was probably going Iron Man. And he certainly did, even though he didn't do a whole hell of a lot in this match. As we would uh, as we'd find out as we go. Um, let's see. Cass and Jericho started off. Uh, we would get Kalisto would come in, Mojo Raleigh would come in, Jack Gallagher, um, somewhat of a surprise entry. He's such a card. I love Jack Gallagher. He's I didn't fantastic. Even, I Mojo Rawley.
1: I didn't even see him come in.
0: Oh, you didn't? That's okay. I mean, it's it's fucking Mojo. Um, Jack Riley would also crotch uh Chris Jericho with his umbrella in a in a fun moment.
2: What uh, whatever happened to the vaude villains? Uh, it's a great question. And are they mad at Jack Gallagher? I mean they
0: shouldn't be cuz i we all knew that that the Vault Villain stick would not translate well no, not at all. to the main Sorry, roster.
3: Just doomed for failure
0: right that, that 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 is a that is an entrance and that is a stick that works well for a crowd of 3000 not for a crowd not for a crowd of 10000 <laughs> oh, so uh so they i mean they're still around though uh we get the big pop for hometown hero mark henry
2: showing up in the royal rumble yeah, and then Since, awkwardly cut away as
0: right as he as he as he uh, as uh, Johnny said he, he he gasped himself just walking down to the <laughs> ring, to which I say somebody gonna get their wind spent with Mark Henry coming out to the <laughs> ring. So
3: <laughs>
0: at number seven we would get Bra- uh, Braun Strowman coming out, and as as you'd expect, uh, they're really pushing Braun Strowman hard because he. Would be a destroyer uh, he, when he gets to the ring.
2: He looked amazing, like he, you know, they're they're priming him to be like the the new unstoppable force, right? And it, it's fucking
0: working. Uh, Jericho wisely bailed the fuck out once, uh, <laughs> once once Strowman hit the ring um Sami Zayn would come out next this of course would call back to the recent feud between those two um he gets the hoss fight with mark henry he tosses mark henry big show comes out at nine we get another hoss fight he throws out the big show so that like i said they're they're making they're making braun Strowman look real strong yeah. uh in this match so at number 10 we we talked about how the crowd was you know lo- loves to chant 10 over and over now at these matches because that that gimmick with Ty Dillinger has gotten over. Well, who else is gonna be at number ten but the perfect ten himself, Ty Dillinger coming out of the ring? And the crowd the crowd popped huge for it. It was very cool.
2: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy for that guy. Yep. Um I really really hope that um that uh he's given an opportunity and he makes something of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I don't, I don't think he's being called up permanently because he's been losing a lot in NXT, so you can't call him up now. He's not, he's not fire enough to do it, but uh, mm. at least people know who he is now um, yeah. on the main roster if you don't watch NXT. So 11 would be James Ellsworth, um, who Braun Strowman sees come down to the ring, and he's basically inviting him in. And Ellsworth, of course, doesn't want any fucking, anything to do with it. Whatsoever. So he's hanging out on the outside. And then at number 12, we get Dean Ambrose. So, if for those of you watching, expect that, of course, remember that Dean Ambrose was cost the WWE World Heavyweight Championship because of James Ellsworth. And Ellsworth was, was afraid to have Ambrose. He's like, oh shit, oh, I'm even mad at me. And Ambrose's like, no, man, forget about it. We're going to go. We're going to get him, you and me. We're going to go in the ring. We're going to get Braun Strowman. Come on, dude. One, two, three. <laughs> and Ellsworth dives into the ring. And Ambrose's like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> and, let, <laughs> and lets him get murdered by Braun Strowman. It's
2: a funny bit of comedy, man.
0: Right. Love the comedy. continuity. And Love this the is, continuity. This is
2: part of what I like about the Royal Rumble, man. Like you mentioned Sami Zayn coming out and taking on Braun Strowman. Like that's a callback to something that uh that already happened, right? So it, it lets you know that, that WWE hasn't forgotten about these things, right? Right. And and the thing with um Dean and Um and uh Chinless. I you just said his name and I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ellsworth, yeah, Jane, James, you, James Ellsworth uh, with Ellsworth,
2: right? Like that happened, uh, you know, a couple of, couple of, uh, pay-per-views ago and it, and it, uh, but you know, it's, and they were able to make a bit of comedy out of it. It's like, if you had never seen, if this was your first pay-per-view and you're like, Oh, okay. That was a funny bit. But if you had seen it, you know, if you knew the story behind it, you it, you get a little more out of it. you well, you pay, you're, I mean? pay, you're
0: paying off the angle. So. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's what the Royal Rumble is for me, man. It's paying off angles. It's experimenting with uh people that you 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 wouldn't necessarily uh see together. And you know, it has it has the Royal Rumble match itself has so much potential that it's it's fun to see where things are gonna go. Well and and, and to that
0: point, um Baron Corbin will be the next guy out, and this is another guy that they are Working hard to kind of push as sort of a like a monster monster big guy um, over on SmackDown, and he got some shine, man. Um, him, Ambrose and Zayn kind of did an impromptu team up, uh, and they actually eliminated Braun Strowman. I was shocked that they that they had that happen because um, I thought for sure that they would have Roman Reigns yes, uh, come down. Thank you. To, thank to pay you. If you're gonna put
2: that stupid motherfucker in this goddamn Royal Rumble, then maybe you should pay off the thing that you already set up. Right. Well, we would, we
0: would find out later why, uh, why Roman Reigns did not come down to the ring to, to get himself some of Braunster, of Braun Strowman. We'll get there. Um, 14 was Kofi Kingston. Of course, when Kofi Kingston enters the Royal Rumble, we just wait to see what his save is going to be. Um, this is the lamest one yet.
2: I mean, I didn't think it could get any lamer than last year. But right. Where was, he, what did he do? Well, he, he
0: very obviously got himself positioned. So, where he was standing on top of the ring post. And then Baron Corbin took a swing at him. So, Kofi jumps and he falls and he's hanging on to the ring post as his feet are dangling. But of course, he doesn't hit the floor. And then he just gets up and, and walks back in the ring. And that was the big moment for Kofi Kingston, I guess. It was stupid. Well, because they've run out of ideas. Right. Like, they, they they can't do anything. Like, they can't do the handstand. They can't do the, the leap from the barricade to the ring apron anymore. You know, they, they've already done that. Right. So, not the greatest. Uh, we would get The Miz, then Sheamus, then Big E, then Rusev. And then Cesaro at nineteen, who was given the big swing to everybody when <laughs> he, when fun. he, including, including almost Sheamus, like he, Dude, almost, like, oh <laughs> fuck it, I eat <laughs> his tag team partner. Um, after this, uh, Xavier Woods come out, so now we have the entire New Day in the ring. Um, and we would actually, so Sheamus and Cesaro would team up together to eliminate the entire New Day in one fell swoop simultaneously. Before themselves getting eliminated by Chris Jericho, who snuck back in the ring specifically to do that. Um, have, but
2: right before, like when those two eliminated the New Day, which I was fine with. Um, then Sheamus turns around and tries to eliminate Cesaro.
0: Right, right. Of course, of course. <laughs> God damn it! I and like they're fi- and they're, together, they're fighting. Man. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I like those two together, man. I hope they. Uh, I hope they still. Um, you know, they're not tag champs anymore, but I hope they still are. Our team so
0: uh, at we 're up to twenty one now uh, Bray Wyatt comes out, uh, Apollo Cruz comes out, uh, and then finally twenty three Randy Orton, who had RKOs for everybody as soon as he gets in the ring, including Sami Zayn uh, diving off the top rope and eating an RKO as uh, as he falls, which which was predictable, but you know still fun Every, everyone loves the RKO. <laughs> Um, Dolph Ziggler comes out at twenty-four. Uh then we get a little bit of an interesting story here. Luke Harper uh would come out at twenty-five. For those of you not watching SmackDown, uh Luke Harper was just basically not kicked out of the Wyatt family, but basically made to look like a bitch um <laughs> by Bray Wyatt. Cause, cause him and Randy Orton wrestled. Uh, because of course they don't trust one another. Luke Harper especially doesn't trust the Viper. Uh Randy Orton beats Harper, and Bray punishes him by giving, by giving Harper a sister, Abigail, after that match. So when Harper came in, um, he and Randy Orton were you know, looking to get at one another. Bray was the peacemaker. And then Luke Harper attacks Bray Wyatt and even goes for the sister, Abigail. But, the, but before he can execute it, he gets RKO'd uh, by Randy Orton. So cool, little bit of storytelling there. Yeah. Um, I'm and and look, I I'm not, I'm a guy who kind of got tired of Bray Wyatt. I'm now really interested to see the direction they take this Wyatt family story. Like like they've made that faction more interesting
2: than they've ever been yeah. in the last two and a half years. Then they yeah, then they've been for a long time, man. Because like for some reason Bray Wyatt doesn't feel the need to go after a belt, right? So you gotta you gotta make them interesting in a different way, and um, I, I never understood that. Right? Like you can make you can make up some nonsense about why you should be going for that for any type of title. Um, but given the events that played out, I'm very interested to see how things are going to shake out. Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't even notice a thing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with?
0: Well, you, you haven't been watching SmackDown, so
1: that's
0: fair. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> it's a, it's a, you're missing I mean, out. Oh, man. Like, like, like if you're if you're gonna watch one, that's the one to watch. watch. SmackDown, yeah. yeah. So at 26, we finally get the the entrance of Brock Lesnar, who of course destroys the entire ring as soon as he gets down there. Now Lesnar was standing alone uh, amidst the amidst the sea of bodies, and at 27. We get Enzo Amore, who was really fucking hyped up to go beat up Brock Lesnar, and of and of course he would get his get his ass handed to him um, as soon as he hit it. Like like Les Lesnar was you know more amused than anything else. Um, so so that was a fun bit of comedy, but that was uh, just to just to give us a moment of pause before number twenty eight Goldberg hitting the Royal Rumble. Now we didn't know how this would go. Um. You know, of course. Last we talked about last time we did this, uh, Goldberg defeated Brock Lesnar in two minutes at Survivor Series, uh, dominating the entire match. As soon as as soon as he hits the ring, um, he spears Brock Lesnar and throws him out immediately after uh, after hitting the ring. So they they are they are building this match in this story in the most perfect way. Yeah, man. that they possibly people, can.
2: I, I saw people had like a little bit of a problem with this, man, and I'm, I don't know why, man. Like this is this is uh this is called playing the long game, man. Well, th-
0: this is the only story that you can tell. Like 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 Brock Lesnar has made his notoriety by being a destroyer, and here's this guy who he can't beat, right? Like they're literally taking the same story they did with Lesnar and the Undertaker, and just putting Lesnar in the Undertaker role and having Goldberg. Be the guy that he just can't get past, yeah, for whatever reason it's it's, it's a smart way to book it yeah man uh twenty nine because he always gets a late number, of course, is the undertaker i mean and <laughs> and we would get Goldberg squaring up with the undertaker um for the first time ever uh Goldberg would spear the undertaker and uh and everyone's a little shocked about that, but eventually it was Undertaker who would toss Goldberg out um shortly thereafter. So Goldberg was of course upset. Um the crowd was upset a little bit as well. I don't think anyone really wanted Goldberg to win this match though, so. No. So we all wondered uh we all wondered who would be number 30. There was there was some a lot of buzz online that Samoa Joe was going to show up in the Royal Rumble. And they got a Samoan named Joe. In the number thirty <laughs> oh, spot.
2: Damn it, that's right. His name is Joe.
0: Yeah, that that's that's actually Johnny's joke. So I, I guess there was a miscommunication on Vince McMahon's end. He he, <laughs> he heard we want Samoa Joe, and he's like, "All right, you want a Samoa name Joe? All right, we'll we'll get our favorite wrestler at the number thirty spot." Damn it! And it was uh and 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 uh, and uh, uh, Roman Reigns. Roman this, Reigns.
2: This this didn't make any sense to me.
0: It didn't make any sense at the time, but we'll we'll talk about why. Yeah, it's actually probably kind of brilliant. Um, I was really Roman ho- Reigns. I was
2: really hoping for like Finn Balor to come back. Right. <laughs> I really was hoping for Finn Balor to
0: come back. So Johnny Johnny made a um a photoshopped image of uh well the the guy's named Khan uh, that did the speech at the DNC. Yeah. As he's holding up the const the pocket constitution, well. This image has Iron Sheik holding up a Rules of Wrestling <laughs> book. Do you even know the Rules of Wrestling, Ms. McMahon? Because if you wrestle in one of the title matches on the undercard, you're not allowed to be in the Royal Rumble match. Right, that's it's against right. the rules. It? It, I mean, it's, it's, it's not usually done. It's not usually done. So the crowd unsurprisingly was not pleased to say the least as if they would have reacted any other way.
2: I just, I, I mean, look, I don't hate Roman Reigns, man, but like this, this did not help him in my eyes.
0: Well, so the, the, the reason they put him in here, um, we would find out specifically is to set up a confrontation between him and the undertaker um because they square up in the middle of the ring eventually it's roman reigns who tosses the undertaker out of the match which the crowd really didn't like <laughs> and he looks down at the undertaker and says to him this is my yard now <laughs> so shut up <laughs> i mean they might at this point you know what i mean like like i mean or, or they might not officially turn him but like his character is the dude that really doesn't give a shit what you think about him
1: has he embraced that yet Cause like I said I, don't...
2: I feel like he kind of has he's i feel tried. like he kind of has i i think he has in the things that he says, but for some reason, like he's just so uh, i i don't know what it is i'm not i'm not i don't believe the words that he's saying i'm right <laughs> i'm just i'm the guy. I, look, I'm the guy. I don't. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> like, come on, man, put some fucking passion behind that shit. So, look, man, if you were gonna introduce, if you were gonna let Roman Reigns come out, why wouldn't you still have Strowman in there, so that the two of them can work out what was set up earlier in this show?
0: Well, you can. You can. the The theory that's being tossed around is you can have Roman Reigns fight Braun Strowman at Fastlane. To and, and and have him beat Braun Strowman so that he looks super strong and then him and The Undertaker wrestle at WrestleMania.
2: I don't know, man. I'd much rather have a feud of those two dudes for a couple mm-hmm. of months culminate in something at WrestleMania and and, you know, have have Braun defeat Roman at Fastlane Lane and then have Roman defeat Braun at uh, WrestleMania. Like, if you want to make, uh, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I hate, I hate fantasy booking.
0: <laughs> so our final four in this match are Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt, and Chris Jericho, who spent approximately eighty percent of his time in the Rumble on the outside of the ring. Um, he would get tossed by Roman Reigns, and Roman Reigns would then toss Bray Wyatt, and the crowd was was geared up. They were geared up, boy, for. For for fucking rioting on this. And yeah. Roman Reigns gets ready. Gets set up for a spear on Randy Orton. But then, as he's about to spear Orton, literally from out of nowhere, Randy Orton hits an RKO, pops up Reigns and tosses him out. Randy Orton, for the second time in his career, is your Royal Rumble winner. And he will go on to WrestleMania to fight, presumably, John Cena. But probably not,
2: John when Cena. I, um, when I when John Cena won, I mm-hmm. was like, "All right, well, a raw superstar is going to win the Royal Rumble." And See, I thought mean. that uh, I thought that
0: Undertaker might win it, when John Cena won, and then you have Cena versus the Undertaker for the title at WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, I, look, Can I, I, I like good, the Undertaker. I respect a the a Undertaker. I don't, no, probably I don't, not. Yeah, I don't need him to wrestle anymore.
1: Like, especially since since fucking John Cena's been putting on five star matches for the last two years. I don't right. want to see him wrestle somebody who can barely fucking
0: wrestle anymore. I don't know, but maybe maybe that would be the ultimate test of his skills. Can he carry the Undertaker to a four star match <laughs> when the Undertaker's fifty five? No. <laughs> How good are you really, John Cena? Oh shit. So so that was the rumble surprise ending. I don't think anyone expected Randy to win, and here's so here's why. Here's why the Roman Reigns thing was a brilliant piece of booking because, like, Vince McMahon is not a dumb person. Like he he, I'm sure he knew that by putting Reigns out there at 30, he was going to get exactly the reaction that he got from the crowd, and by teasing that Roman might actually win, you then make it so that. You have Randy Orton win, who is a guy that normally the crowd probably would not be very excited about to win. Because, you know, he's an old guard. He's been around for a long time. But they cheered the shit out of him when he won because it wasn't Roman Reigns. Like, they were so happy and so relieved that Reigns didn't win. They didn't care who it was. They were going to cheer that person.
2: <laughs> I get the logic. I, I really do. Um, what's going to happen when... The high comes down when people are off the high, and they realize, "Oh wait, we're gonna have to watch Randy Orton uh, in the main event of WrestleMania again." I mean, I guess it all depends on how uh, on how it's but, built up.
0: But what if what if that main event was against Bray Wyatt? See, I would love that. It's possible because because we still have a pay per view on SmackDown between now and then, and it's a match where you can take the title from john cena without harming him because it's the elimination chamber
2: but i feel like i feel like um i feel like if john cena gets the title taken away from him mm-hmm. at the elimination chamber what better way to cap off uh an aging wrestler's career by having him break rick flair's record at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania.
1: What for him to win it the seventeenth time? Yeah. I can't do
0: I don't it. know the, like do you really want Randy Orton and John Cena again don't. And that's, and that's my problem. I mean?
2: Like I, I don't want it again.
0: The uh the, the popular and, and Micah just you know bemoaned fantasy booking, the popular uh theory going around now is that somehow Samoa Joe will cost Cena the title elimination chamber. And Bray Wyatt will win, um, setting up Orton versus Bray and then Cena versus Joe at WrestleMania.
2: Which would be interesting. I mean, I'm fine with that.
0: So there are a lot of folks though that were that were complaining um, about the end of the rumble. And look, I I get you might not like how they booked the end of the match, and that you might not have wanted to see Roman Reigns. I understand that. And and, and I'm actually okay with if you say, you know, this is bullshit, I didn't like that, I get it. But to, to suggest that the entire event was a waste because you didn't like the last five minutes of, of the way they booked the final match on the card, is this Mass Effect three? Right. Like are we re- <laughs> are we really going to ignore are we really gonna ignore the rest of the excellent pay per
2: view and, and also the first hour of the rumble, no less. Right. It's it's uh it's always about the journey, man. With right the, with the Royal Rumble not necessarily the finish. Uh I've learned that a long time ago. And um no, it was a good pay-per-view, man. And look, I was I was uh I was I was shaky when I heard uh when number 30 came out. I was like, "Oh shit. Like what what the fuck is going to happen here?" But it was it was a good pay-per-view, man. Now, look, I'm 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 completely biased, right? This is my favorite event. But I thought it was fun, man. They they didn't um, they didn't have any uh, any gimmick entrance entrance in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. You know that weren't like. And when I say gimmick entrance, I'm not talking about James Ellsworth, right? Like you're talking about, like,
0: about like legends. Like I'm people talking about that, in it that you Carey. know damn well, right? <laughs> or, yeah. you know
2: the Boogeyman, like or, right, or well. Michael Cole, right? Exactly, exactly. So uh, you know, I didn't necessarily think that there were any wasted entrants. And um like their rosters between these two brands, you know, th- th- there's a lot of decent there's a lot of decent guys in there, man. <laughs> a lot of them are on SmackDown. <laughs> which is what you should be watching. <laughs> Terrence, so, your,
0: your 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 final thoughts, even though you were in and out of I, this uh, this event.
1: Like I enjoyed the matches that I watched, and the Rumble was fun. From what I watched, I didn't really like. I don't I have no stake in anything at this point because I just don't know what the fuck is going on. Like I have mm-hmm. Raw on right now, but it's on mute, and I'm looking at a three-way, but what is it, a three-on-three match between Bailey and the Cesaro and what's this guy's name? What's his name? Seamus? Seamus uh, and uh, the chick. The chick that just beat her yesterday. No, Charlotte. X. Charlotte and uh, oh, yeah, uh, Charlotte. fucking Bullet Club, whatever the fuck their name is.
0: That <laughs> Bullet Club's fine. <laughs> well, I'll, <laughs> like, I I'll, I'll allow that. it. So. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I'm like, okay, that's cool, whatever. I'm going to turn it off as soon as we will finish recording because I don't care. But it was fun, what, like what I saw. I just want Naomi to win the fucking belt whenever she gets a chance to.
2: Will that get you to watch SmackDown?
1: Probably not. But <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: like if you tell me she wins, then I'll watch the next episode.
2: All right, fair That's enough.
1: That's what I'll do. And see what's going on. But overall I didn't hate it. It was just something on in the background.
0: Why? Well, I, I thought it was a fantastic rumble. Um I think that I think they did more storyline advancement. In this match, in a match that doesn't often get that much storyline advancement, <clears throat> and I think they did a really good job um, of doing that and kind of laying the seeds and and because like this like like they they say on there this is this is where the road to WrestleMania begins and it is and and they really did sow a lot of seeds and, and give themselves a lot of a lot of uh, stuff that they can do. Um, Leading up to WrestleMania, and and I'm hoping, I'm hoping some of the stuff that's rumored out there is not true. Like I really don't need to see AJ Styles wrestling. Who they have him rumored to wrestle at WrestleMania? Who's that? Oh, I don't think you want to know. Tell me. Uh, he's a
2: part-time wrestler. No, you know what? I don't want to know. And
0: right and uh, yeah, a part-time guy. His last his last match, as a matter of fact, was at last year's WrestleMania. Where he wrestled another iconic wrestler in a match that everyone kind of scratched their head as to why that match was being booked. Good night, everybody. But uh, Wait, yeah. I don't
1: even know Sting.
0: No, no.
1: He like didn't. his name? Almost kill him.
0: No, so that you're thinking said <laughs> <was> Seth Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> right? No.
1: I, who the fuck else wrestled in WrestleMania last year? I must
0: like... Let's 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 just say that uh, AJ Styles' opponent might reek of a certain level of nepotism. From the WWE and their first family. Uh
2: like I get it, right? Like I get it. You you still Shane? you still wanna hang in there, man, but <laughs> like nah man. Shane nah, Mc- man.
1: No, get the fuck out of here. If are you talking about Shane McMahon?
0: It's it's just a rumor.
1: Why would you do that?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. You're a like-
2: father, dude. <laughs> hey, well, well, so is H. A. Styles. No, but no, no, no. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. One of one, one of one of those one of those
0: guys is one of the best professional wrestlers in the world, and the other guy is really good at doing he's, fun he's very spots. Athletic. He's right. he's
2: good at doing fun spots. Is a, a crazy white guy doing but crazy white guy right. shit before YouTube made crazy white guys popular, right?
0: But it but it's not a great professional wrestler.
2: Like you're fucking old, man. Yo. And i It's uh, almost 50, dude. <laughs> like I said, it's 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 just a rumor. You got nothing to prove, man. Let's yeah, let's you hope that uh last year calm down. Right. Let's hope
0: that cooler heads prevail on that one. So, thank you for hanging in with us. Uh we will see you guys next week and uh we'll talk to you later. See ya. Take it easy.
3: <laughs> 10.